and welcome. First, there was lockdown fatigue and now there's revenge tourism. While it has restricted our lifestyles, this pandemic seems to have certainly expanded our vocabulary, at least after months of anxiety being cooped up at home as COVID rages outside. Well-to-do Indians are wasting no time in heading outdoors. News and photos of tourists in Manali and other hill stations in Himachal Pradesh, Uttarakhand, Jammu and Kashmir have gone viral. And they're raising concerns about a third wave of the coronavirus pandemic as people walk around maskless, flouting social distancing rules. The medical fraternity is calling these visuals frightening. Everyone wants fresh air to recharge one's batteries. That's only human. But are we throwing caution to the winds and inviting a third wave to hit India hard? And is India vaccinating enough to keep pace? To vaccinate even 60% of our population with both doses by December 2021, India must carry out 88 lakh vaccinations per day. We are currently vaccinating only 34 lakh. And this shortfall is mainly due to a lack of supplies. Now, despite the centre's promises of increased supply of vaccines, the shortage continues with vaccination centres across India being closed. And this at a time when India actually needs them to ramp up daily vaccinations. I want to first start, though, uh, today's show on We The People. I want to invite uh, get Himang Sharma. He's a college student from uh, Ahmedabad. Uh, joining us from Manali, actually, right now, where, Himang, you've taken uh, an Airbnb and you're staying with your family. Is that correct? I'm staying with my family at Airbnb uh, at the suburbs of Manali right now. We are not in the main market right now. Well, lucky so, you, but... <laughs> well, you're very lucky and you're very smart. I'm sure you figured that out by now. But, um, Himang, you get it, right? You get why people are traveling with a vengeance right now. They're frustrated and, frankly, I mean, they're at a point where you just don't care. You have to come out. Is that how you felt? Is that why? No, uh, no, no. My feeling about that was like, yes, you do want to feel fresh, but you still have to keep a safety with yourself. We were pretty lucky that all of my cousins and all of my family were vaccinated before going coming up over here. So we take our, we took our precautionary measure of taking get, getting vaccinated. And another thing was that, Both that we took our time and sorry. Both doses or one? Uh, yes, both doses. Oh wow! Okay. Yeah. So we were quite lucky that we had our vaccination. And another thing was that we took our time, we selected a particular spot which is very uh, far away from the main market so that we don't get uh, crowded, we don't get into more crowd and we are enjoying our own privacy over here. So you basically uh, had the foresight or you thought about it and of course you had the budget for this where you took an Airbnb because you didn't want to stay at a hotel, you tried not to expose yourself to uh, to others and people who you don't know what their history is. That's basically yes, the logic yes. here, right? Yes, and so yes. what is your the experience? The budget doesn't matter if it, is, if it concerns the health, the budget doesn't matter. Because we have to take certain measures to uh, overcome the this pandemic, right? So for that also, we have wasted a lot of budget. So if mm-hmm. we want to enjoy and if we want to get our lives on the track and if we want to, uh, we want to get a fresh air, we have to have a budget like that and we have to enjoy on that space only. Unfortunately, not everybody can afford it. But and what's your experience been like in in Manali? I know you said you're on the outskirts, but driving up, have you had a chance to go into the more central parts, the mall area? 
so yeah we were seeing people we were seeing officials taking a good care like we were seeing officials who were uh, who were ensuring that uh, people are wearing masks and who were ensuring that people are maintaining social distance but still i personally didn't uh, have interest to go in that market i personally was in the suburbs only and for the uh, roaming around also we were particularly choosing a location which is not far uh, which is not uh, close to the market which are very crowded and so i choose the locations which are very very like uh, inferior in the market all right well thank well we hope you get your break and that you can stay safe because of course mental health also very important uh, in this in this time that we're living in kashish emmanuel also joined us she's a college student uh, in delhi and you traveled a week ago you went to uh, nainital kashish and you thought uh, it would be a detox for everyone after a long uh, lockdown what was your experience uh, when you reached there you felt that that was the right decision to travel um in retrospect no because uh, whenever we go to a hill station most people have this mentality that you know the hills won't be as crowded as you know the metropolitan cities that we live in and we had been locked in for almost 2 years so we'd thought that you know what we'll just take a little detox break from here and you know just go for 2 3 days there but upon reaching there i just uh, i just felt really embarrassed because i was in a way contributing to you know everything that was going on there and in retrospect although i did enjoy my vacation i did not feel very proud of it because at the end of the day we're not only endangering ourselves but we're also endangering uh, the people who are you know who are civilians over there so uh, in that's, retrospect that's, i don't think uh, it's a good decision you know that's fascinating the way you put it like that i think um probably many people felt that everybody feels they look there's a small window between a second wave and a third wave and let's try make the most of it and let's try and get out but then you realize you know different from everybody else and everybody has that same thought yes that's true and almost everyone has the the same thought because most people when they're going to the hills they think that's it, that is a place that is not crowded at all however upon reaching there you know people just tend to forget that you know there are certain norms that we need to follow also and that you know you can't just go around uh, you know putting yourself and others at danger so were people following these norms are you um, like himang i i'm uh, to ask have you managed to find uh, yourself in places that are isolated uh, or have you unfortunately you know had to be around places uh, where there are lots of pe- other people crowds all right so i wasn't exactly in the heart of nainital but uh, it was uh, a district for 7 kilometers away from there it was uh, fairly crowded but uh, we did go to nainital for a day for about a few hours and it was crowded like anything like there was barely space to walk in that's how crowded it was oh, and 50% of the population were not wearing masks and nowadays you can't even guarantee that a mask is you know going to protect you from covid so yeah so were you nervous on coming back i mean how would you do things differently like in hindsight you would not go to nainital at all that day yeah this too i mean i wouldn't have traveled at all if i knew that this was the condition not traveled I, at all yeah that's true. Wow, that's a uh, very honest, very candid. Uh, thanks, uh, thanks, Kashish. I want to just bring in then P. P. Khanna, uh, president of the Association of the Domestic Tour Operators of India and uh, board member of the Federation of Associ- Associations of Indian Tourism and Hospitality, and Jyoti Guleria, partner of uh, Echo. Eco Hospitality, the Shimla Group, a member of the Shimla Hotels and Restaurant Associations. Now, uh, Mr. Khanna, uh, first your response to. Um, Kashish she's somebody who's been out uh, 
for a holiday, for a break. She was having complete fatigue and being locked in. And now she says in hindsight, she wished she had not done that at all. What can the uh, hospitality, the you know, tourism industry do to assuage the fears of people like Kashish? See, uh, thank you very much. The reason is actually, you know, everybody wants to go out. Why? After the two months of the lockdown, and, you know, staying at home is not exactly is in their heart. Is in their heart is that to go out because people cannot die without the travel. And the reason is because of the Delhi and NCR. We have seen that, observed that heat. Heat in Delhi and NCR, about the temperature of 43 and 44 degrees Celsius have really compelled people to go out of the city and to enjoy the you know, the hills and the little bit the temperature also. Unfortunately, and we can call it as a revenge tourism because, you know, people were uh, revenging it and this crowd is called as a revenge crowd, basically. The people were thinking that when they go out, everybody is aware of that the COVID protocols and the SOPs, standard operating procedures that they have to follow. Unfortunately, it is not happening. Like she, she said that, you know, after going there, she thought that not to go again because no, everybody has a fear in their mind that exactly they are traveling to some place where there is a isolation, where there is a no crowd, where there is a safety, where there is a sanitization. Unfortunately, it is not happening. And this is a very disappointing for all of us that people are not adhering to the protocols. They are not they rather i will say travelers paying no heed to covid appropriate behavior mm. that's the you know the very 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 disappointing for all of us all right you and say it's very disappointing it's space. very unfortunate yeah. pk khanna but as states have started opening up after this ferocious second wave the upper middle class with spending power they're all stepping out like you say they want to be anywhere but home where they've been locked up uh, and locked in for months but this is not quite what the doctor ordered. While it's not quite what the doctor ordered, it is a huge relief for the travel and tourism sector, correct? Which took a beating last year? Yes. Yeah, it is a relief to the, you know, the tourism and the hospitality. But even, you know, hoteliers were really totally, I mean, totally vacant for the last two and three months. It came in, I mean, for January and family, it happened. After that, they were totally vacant. Now, this is the chance. Everybody wants to have the business because already under the first COVID and the second COVID, the people are without, you know, the cash flow, without, you know, the any subsidy given by the government even. Nothing has happened. How do they survive? How do they revive? How do mm. they thrive? That was the challenge in front of all of us, tourism and the hospitality industry. And, you know, after, you know, this uh, uplifting of the lockdown, the hotel said, let it become. Anedo. Jobi aata hai. Anedo. And they were even not following the protocols we have observed. And we have got a lot of complaints even from the public and from the other, you know, the stakeholders that even the hotels are not adhering to the, you know, the protocols and the SOPs. Hmm. So it is very, very much necessary. Everybody wants a business. Everybody wants to survive. But unfortunately, it is not happening. And also the government. So let me ask you, so then, you, you know, Mr. Khanna. It's basic yeah. human impulse, right? You want fresh air, you want to break. But the reality is that, as we're saying nowadays, hashtag COVID is not over. How are you in this process managing to protect your own staff? You see these marauding crowds, etc. 
are staff at these uh, hotels, etc., completely vaccinated? You want them to come to work. They have to serve people who are coming, who are not uh, following uh, COVID restrictions. Is the staff at least vaccinated? No. I totally agree with you. Even the staff is not really vaccinated. That is the requirement of an hour that we need, that the government should only allow those hotels where their staff is totally vaccinated Absolutely. and they are safe. So and not allow entry into not allow entry into states of people who haven't been tested, who haven't been vaccinated. When hotels etc. have staff that haven't been vaccinated because they're so vulnerable now. All right, I want to go across uh, to somebody who is from the travel industry, but not necessarily ecstatic about Indians traveling again. Sam Sidhana. Uh, Sam owns a, a, a homestay in Dharamshala. Sam, uh, you're not happy with the decision of states opening up despite uh, you know you would benefit from it why is that yeah hi so because you know everybody was coming here previously getting the test done or they have a vaccination proof and uh, then you apply for an e-pass so this is just himachal i'm talking about yeah so then a host gives you the address proof um, uh, you know, the student or whosoever is coming gets the e-pass. That's how we are very sure that the person is coming for two months and he's got the RT-PCR or he's got the vaccination proof. And we were very happy that, you know, the, the, the guy is cautious enough and it's a safe environment. But since this has opened up, <laughs> there are so many queries uh, in a day and everybody wants to come for a weekend and they want to bring their booze and they want to party. So we've written it down on the Airbnb and uh, our own website that we are not catering to a short-term tourists. So we are only open for work from home. Wow. And this Himachal also benefited from this uh, when the lockdown happened. They were actually promoting work from home tourism. They were mm. not promoting tourists for come for two, three days. You know, they, it, And everybody was very happy with that. Yeah, so uh, because it's a lot of work for us, you know, to get the room sanitized and uh, it's it's a lot of stuff. So, yeah, I'm I'm not catering to short term tourists as of now. Um, yeah, I hope I hope this uh, Himachal stops this and uh, again they start with RT PCR and few. Uh, by the way, you have a lovely place. We're looking at those pictures, and I'm not surprised that you have a lot of demand for people wanting to stay there. But I want to understand this again. Uh, there's the financial benefit that you're uh -huh. willing to forego. At this point of time, yeah. because I'm sure the people who can stay for months, as you put it, or weeks, uh, work mm. from home, they can't be as many as those who are willing to come for a week at a time. Uh, I see we have 150 Mbps with the power backup. There is no road. So you've got to trek down to reach my spot. But the amenities are there. So all the <laughs> MNCs also, they, what do they want? You want three times nice food. You want the uh, view of the Dolder range where there are snow apps. And you want power backup and internet. Yes. That's very basic. And we tell our guests, so if you want to go to Dharamchala, if you want to go to Maklaurganj for a weekend, please don't come. So if you just want to practice silence and focus on your work, uh, welcome. No, so, I mean, and so we have a... We have a monthly discount, almost 40%, which we do on a... So I'm, I'm interested. You're Greek. saying that you are I not can... allowing your guests to travel to other places like McClurgunj, etc. And obviously this is to keep yep. the yep. staff on the property, etc. safe. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. So don't go out. Just stay. We are in the jungle. Don't go what, out. And what you response? Don't what uh, what is the response you get to this request slash order that you can't travel out uh, of the property or, or or the ground? So I'm very happy focusing on what's working out uh, with you know uh, both the parties involved at the moment. So whosoever. Uh, uh, since I'm a super host also on Airbnb, and so whosoever goes for this, and actually people are concerned that do you have do you a lot of guests go out and they come back? Mm. So uh, what are the precautions do you make? So people are now the Himachal opened up RT-PCR, and my clients are telling me we will still do RT-PCR and come to you, mm. and I request them please please do RT-PCR and, and come to me. So you so have certain this... criteria, and it sounds like uh, you you have a certain target audience. Because a lot of people yeah. feel like we had Kashish and Himang who travelled out for a vacation, but they don't want to be unsafe. So they also want mm. to be at a property that they know is keeping certain standards. Yeah. All right. Okay. All right. I want to bring in Dr. Shashank Joshi. Uh, Dr. Joshi, COVID cases on the decline, thankfully, and so more and more Indians are travelling within India. But this is not what the doctor has ordered. Oh, that's very true. Because you know the current strain is the Delta strain. Delta strain, you know, affects instead of the old R naught of 3.5, almost 8, which means it's a rapidly transmissible strain. And COVID is not over in India. Still, we are reporting 41,000 cases as of today. Though yeah. so 50% of the cases are coming from Kerala and Maharashtra, but you know, and maybe in north of India, the second wave is probably over. And it's a very reassuring sign. There is no need to crowd and congregate. You, you follow, say, safe COVID practices, COVID-appropriate behaviors. You go in your isolation. We are not against people not traveling. If it is essential and mandatory for work, they should travel with due precautions. Get double vaccinated. But stay safe and keep others safe. But the reckless behavior and the careless behavior worries us. Mm. And I think this so-called rebellious or revengeful tendency is a mindset issue. I understand that people are bottled up at home. They are fatigued out at home. They need an outlet. And this is like a bubble about to burst. But not at the cost of getting into a third wave. I don't think this is a way to get into that. So I think we need to be more mindful and careful. And as long as we are cautious, correct, appropriate, I think it's fine if there are some norms which are very tight. Unfortunately, you see, we are violating uh, and Indians are not very good at adhering to norms. You know, everything on paper looks perfect. But when it is practiced, it may not be perfect. And that is the cause of worry. And remember that some parts of India, like northeast of India, some parts of Andhra and Tamil Nadu, Kerala and Maharashtra clearly have a red flag. So a lot of part, there is an active virus in the circulation. And this active virus in the circulation might be the thick tail of the second wave, or we might directly transit into the third wave. And Delta is not something to be taken lightly. All over the world, including US and Europe and UK, we are seeing concerns from Delta coming up. Delta has originated from here. So I think we, I would appeal to everybody to be careful and mindful, even if they want to travel for an outlet, for a vacation, right. for a staycation, they need to be very clearly adhering to some protocols. And if it can be parked for maybe three to six months, it's great. Secondly, there's a lot of false sense of security. People, when they get two vaccines or one vaccine, they feel that they're going to be immune. Mm. I think they still need to practice tight COVID-appropriate behavior, including double masking, avoiding crowded Because the vaccine doesn't prevent you from getting COVID. 
yeah, you, it you protects can still you get from, a, from a That's strong right. case. So, Dr. Joshi, you know, the government has expressed concern over these crowds, though it's completely opened up these states and nobody seems to be checking at the borders whether there's no, uh, no requirement for getting an RT-PCR test before you come, no requirement for checking whether you have a vaccine. But they have expressed concern over these crowds since COVID is known to spread via the air. Now, in an attempt to drive their point home this week, the government referred to the spike of cases in the UK where over a lakh people were allowed to in London's Wembley Stadium. This is at the early matches of the European Football Championship. This week, the UK, which is expected to lift restrictions on the 19th, has seen 30,000 daily new cases for the first time since January. However, the point we're missing is that the UK has one of the world's strongest vaccination rates. 51% have been vaccinated with both doses. This is according to Reuters. In contrast, or by contrast, India has given just two doses to just 5% of our population. So crores of us are still susceptible to severe and symptomatic COVID infections, Dr. Joshi? Absolutely. I completely agree with you, Sarah. I think Indians can have their little outlets, do the small little things which give them joy from their home, from their, you know, safe bubble environments around their houses. And, uh, you know, that is what they should do rather than rushing into this so-called revenge tourist or shopping spots and again behaving recklessly. So I think we need to wait. In another three to six months, we will be at the place where UK is. And I'm, I'm also concerned for UK. See, the world also needs to understand that maybe they, what they are doing may not be appropriate. So even if they are double vaccinated, it doesn't give them you know, immunity from not picking up the virus or having an outbreak. So I think it's a cause of concern and we should not repeat the mistake we made between the first and second wave. We should not repeat and allow the second wave to have a thicker tail or directly go into a third wave. So I think it's a cause of concern and it's appeal because people and human behavior is a tough one. And I think the virus behavior is more predictable than the human behavior. And I think this is something, Sarah, we really need to adhere to. And I appeal to everybody to behave responsibly. And I think they, they cannot cheat their own self. And I, I think know. that's the way to go. Uh, it's revenge tour. I'm not sure if revenge tourism is the right word. It's, all, it's almost like it should be self-goal tourism. Thank you all uh, for joining us. This is an, an important message we're hearing from uh, Dr. Joshi, something for all of us to think about. Thank you. Right, uh, welcome back. Time now to then uh, look into our special uh, Google um, segment. Welcome back. Given the circumstances, the question now we are asking is the only solution for us to vaccinate, vaccinate, vaccinate. We're now in our special campaign, uh, Vaccinate India, in partnership with Google. And Dr. Shashank Joshi is still with us. So, Dr. Joshi, if India, all of India is on the move, out and about, traveling with a vengeance, how can one protect oneself, our loved ones from COVID? So I think, uh, Sarah, the answer is very simple. Uh, we need to get both our vaccine shots in order. We still need to double mask independent of that. The reason I say double mask is if you have access to N95 mask, it should be properly and appropriately fitted. I don't think it, you know, as long as you have a well-fitting mask and if you double mask, it is safer. We must ensure that some distance and some sanitization a simple hand washing with soap is maintained. And we definitely need to avoid crowds and be in a better ventilated environment. You see, even if you are in an air-conditioned environment, in an indoor place, 
and if there is an exhaust fan or there is a uh, HEPA filter, it is worth it. Secondly, the biggest challenge we have it is, is worth when we it? unmask. Sorry, is, is that what you said? Sorry? You said that if you're indoors, you have an, uh, your AC on and a HEPA filter, it's worth it. It's worth it still. Okay. But still, you should be masked. See, whenever you unmask, or in the time we unmask is usually when we have to have food or want to have a cup of tea and coffee, we need to be mindful and careful. Even if you are double vaccinated, be a little more cautious and careful. So I think the clear message is mask and vaccinate. And if we are able to do that in a much better and a granular way, I think we will be able to tide over. This is only for the next six months. I think within six months, if you ask me, we'll be disruption free. Currently, COVID has disrupted all our lives across the world and within India and within each part and geography of India. So if you are really wanting to move to a disruption-free world of COVID, I think we need some responsibility in terms of masking and ensuring that both the vaccine doses are taken. Don't have any hesitancy to take the vaccine. Don't keep on browsing which vaccine you're going to get. Mm. Just get your two shots as quickly as possible so that you're protected. And even after getting your two shots, ensure that you mask yourself appropriately. Uh, doctor, um, basically what you're saying, our only protection against COVID are masks and vaccines. And I can hear this plea that you're uh, putting out and this plea to all our viewers. You know, it's just a matter of another six months. And I know you speak for the medical fraternity who are going to be the most affected while everybody else goes on these breaks. And then, you know, the cases will be back to square one. But what about vaccine uh, effectiveness? Vaccines can't uh, stop the spread of infections, but it can slow down infections? Well, vaccines can even uh, not only stop the infection, but slow down the infection for sure. See, if you are vaccinated, the, the even if you get a breakthrough, the breakthrough is very low. You know, if you look at the incidence of breakthrough vaccinations within India also, among the healthcare communities which have two vaccines, it is 0 0.003, 0 0.004. And even the people who have got the breakthrough infections are either asymptomatic or mild disease. We are preventing deaths. See, currently our objective is to save every life from COVID and save every patient who will get a serious disease or severe disease. That's the first thing. And I think we will get better vaccines. We are having nasal vaccines, uh, sprays, which are being undertaken. They will clearly prevent COVID totally. They are probably three or six months away. But till that time, vaccines clearly make a dent on the COVID mm. curve and are trying to get into a safer environment. So if we want our economy to restart, if we vaccinate our population to around 70% with the current exposure, and we keep on following a appropriate behavior, probably to a great extent, we will be able to get into a normal disruption-free world, you know, and that's something which is very doable and achievable. So it's just a matter of time. We've got to just arm ourselves, protect ourselves with vaccines until we reach the end, the light at the end of this tunnel. So, Doctor, um, again, questions coming in from our uh, viewers, from our audiences. Can a vaccinated person give COVID to an unvaccinated person? How long does it take to develop immunity after getting vaccinated? So, usually after two doses of the vaccine, uh, you know, 15 days after that, you are having some degree of immunity. But in any unfortunate eventuality, you do get a uh, 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 breakthrough infection. You know, usually the viral load is low. So if the viral load is low, but if you still carry a Delta strain, it's a transmissible strain. So you can still transmit. So even if you are vaccinated, but unfortunately, if you have got a breakthrough infection, you can still transmit the virus. And if you are carrying and harboring a Delta strain, which is most likely to happen if you are staying in the geography of India, then it's going to be still more transmissible. Mm. It is going to be clustered. It's R0 is almost eight. So almost, you know, 
instead of out of 1 into 3.5, it's going to 1 into 8. So obviously, it is going to be a transmissible strain. So we need that caution, precaution, isolation, and you know, taking the due care which is needed. Now, most people are asymptomatic. It is the asymptomatic people who have COVID, which actually are the invisible population mm. within the world. And that is the invisible population which is transmitting this airborne droplet infection. So if we really need to curb COVID, we re need to really be responsible. So if you double mask, even if you don't know you have COVID, you don't need an RT-PCR test. You are actually protecting your own self and protecting others around you. So whether you are vaccinated or not, you are still taking the due precautions to ensure that you are into a safe environment. All and right. that's the only way currently at least for this year 2021 that's the way to go probably between the only way to protect yourself is to vaccinate and mask look to protect yourselves your loved ones do it for yourself for your family for your loved ones do it for your country thank you for joining us tonight uh, dr joshi thank you for your service too that's it on we the people